Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you're listening to the Sports Preview Show here on the podcast. It's a busy weekend, this weekend in Gaelic Games as the Club Special Football League starts this weekend. Division 1, 2 and 3 sees our adult clubs back in action for the first time competitively this season. We'll be talking about those fixtures later in the programme. We'll also be talking to Terry Highland ahead of the Leitrim Footballers clash with Louth in their crunch relegation battle against the two bottom sides in Division 3. So Leitrim travelling to Dundalk on Sunday for a 2pm throw-in in a must-win game for Terry Highland. We'll hear his opinion on all things so far in the league and a little look ahead towards Sunday's action later in the show. The Hurlers also in action there, a little bit closer to home in Park, Sean McDermott in Carrick and Shannon. They host Lancashire at 12.30. It's a must-win game for both sides if they want to be in the league final. It's been a disappointing enough league campaign for the Hurlers and the footballers so far. Hopefully they can turn that around on Sunday with two victories to give themselves hope of staying up in Division 3 and reaching that league final in Division 3B in the hurling competition. No action for the ladies this weekend. They have a weekend off. They're celebrating their county awards dinner dance tomorrow night in Balnamore. Now, in terms of the club action, there is, of course, as I mentioned, that special football league kicks off action in all three divisions of that. We'll run through the fixtures later in the programme. While the under-13 and the under-17 league competitions, they continue. They've been very heavily affected by the weather in recent weeks. And here's hoping that the weather stays well enough this weekend to get those games played eventually. Some games have been played. We'll do a full roundup of those games later or on, on maybe on Monday's show. We'll talk to some of the people involved in those particular games this weekend in terms of soccer plenty of action at all levels of the sport in the county and around the county over the next couple of days in the SSE Airtricity League of Ireland Longford Town make the journey to Drogheda and after their victory last week in the, both of their opening games those two sides hotly expected to challenge for that first division title this year Longford will be hoping to put a marker down for the season Dara Doyle uh, obviously we had on the show last week and he'll be looking to extend their winning start to the season and give themselves the best chance possible to go ahead and challenge for that title this year Drogheda very much expected to be in the hunt in the first division of the SSE Electricity League this year. Sligo, they're back at home in the showgrounds this weekend, and they host Waterford tomorrow night, Saturday, 7.45 kickoffs in both those games, and that will take place tomorrow night, Saturday, against Waterford in what most would expect to be a bottom half of the table encounter. Sligo struggling so far, yet to score a goal, yet to take a single point from their first three games, but... I was in Daily Mount on Monday night for their particular clash and some green shoots, particularly in the second half, very good team performance, created a few chances and definitely progress from the opening two, two and a half games that were played in the season so far. As it stands though, joint bottom of the league with Cork just ahead on goal difference and they will need to get something from tomorrow night with Shamrock Rovers due to visit the showgrounds next Saturday. So Sligo Rovers at home for the next two Saturday evenings. Well worth checking out if you're in the region. More uh, local news and underage. The Subway Under-12 Interleague competition continues with Sligo Leitrim hosting the Inishowen League at 2pm tomorrow afternoon Saturday in Ballisadair on their AstroTurf facility. Some really good Leitrim connections in that squad with Jack Kelly of Manor Hamilton 
and Peter Moore of Carrick Town involved in both of those clashes. So the very best luck to them in that particular competition as it on goes through the season. On Sunday, some junior action in the Super League is back after a month almost because of the weather and cup fixtures. Manor Rangers can restart their league campaign with an away trip also to Balsadere. That kicks off at 11am on Sunday morning and Manor Rangers will be looking to continue their fantastic league form so far this season and not drop points to anybody outside of that top three of themselves, Carberry and Cartran, as they all three challenge for that league title. Manor never won that Super League title before and they really have given themselves a really good chance with their results so far. In the Cleary Landscapes and Maintenance Cup, uh, Carrick Town face a journey to Arrow Harps, a relatively short journey up the N4 to Arrow Harps for their game in that particular competition. Their chances of winning the league gone outside chance of a promotion spot but at the moment it looks like their best hope of some sort of silverware this year will be in that cup competition. So the very best luck to them. That game also kicks off 11am and it is down for Arrow Harps as a home fixture. So they will be played there. Before we get into the interviews on the show, and we better mention the rugby before a few other bits and pieces in athletics and also an event that's happening on Monday night. Uh, we'll start with that. That's the Leitrim Sports Partnership are hosting a club grants workshop on Monday evening, March the 2nd at 6.30 in the County Council offices in Carrick and Shannon. And it is, of course, as a, quite obvious from the title, to discuss the club development grant scheme. And you can register for tickets on that. All details are on leitrimsports.ie and on their website and all their social media outlets as well. There's 10,000 euros available to clubs and sports and recreation opportunities and organisations around the county, grants varying from €200 up to a maximum of €600 per submission, so that's per club, and it is well worth checking out, and it can help uh, really fund the structure and the governance and the best practice of how clubs should be run. And if you want any more information, you can contact Patricia Ford, uh, the Community Sport Development Officer with Leitrim County Council and Leitrim Sports Partnership. And her number is 071-965-0498, or you'll get her on an email at pford, F-O-R-D-E, at leitrimcoco.ie. So if you're involved with a club or a sport in the county, you sh- may be eligible and you should go along on the night and find out more information about how you can professionalise what you do and a little bit of financial support there to help you do that. So check that out. Uh, as I said, Patricia Ford, the person to talk to there, she is the Community Sport Development Officer with Leitrim Sports Partnership. Now back to sport in terms of rugby. All of our adult teams in the region in action this weekend. Sligo have an AIL Division 2B fixture against Corinthians and they'll be looking to re-engage because Corinthians beat them in Hamilton Park a number of weeks ago before Christmas and Sligo need to win that game and if they do they will be back in the promotion places or the playoff places at least at the top of that division. Uh, all things going well, uh, that should be a cracking game played in Galway tomorrow afternoon, kick-off 2pm in Galway for that particular clash. That's Corinthians, uh, the opposition for Sligo in the AIL this weekend. While in the Connacht Plate, in junior Connacht Plate, Carrick Rugby host Lockerie t- on Sunday afternoon, 2pm, the quarterfinal of that particular competition. So the very best luck to Carrick Rugby in that game on Sunday. Finally, athletics. There's two events taking place this weekend. First of all, the National Indoor Championships take place. So the best luck to all the Leitrim athletes taking part in that. We've had some great results indoors over the last few weeks. 
and it's great to see Leitrim athletes progressing onto that stage. The very best of luck to them in the national indoor championships over the next couple of days. While locally in Manor Hamilton on Saturday from noon, uh, the Fran Faulkner 5K Run and Walk takes place. It's a 5K Run and Walk in association and been run by North Leitrim Athletic Club. The registration starts in the B Park Community Centre from 10 to 11.30 on Saturday with the race and I suppose walk starting itself at noon. 10 euros entry for adults, 5 euros for children, all proceeds going to the Sligo Cancer Support Centre. An absolutely fantastic event for a fantastic person who's played a huge role within Leitrim sport and particularly with Manor Hamilton sport. And that, of course, is also the first round of the Leitrim 5K Road Race Championships, which will be taking its tour around the county. To be registered with that, you just need to be a member of a athletic club within the county, take part in the race, and the points will be awarded via whatever the system is. I don't have it to hand in terms of how that will be decided. But if you're interested in being part of the Leitrim 5K Road Race Championships over the course of the next few weeks and a load of events around the county as part of that, it was announced that we had it on the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, you can just show up, take part in that. As long as you're a registered member of the club, you will be recorded as being part of that particular championships. Well, anyway, that's pretty much it for the roundup and the news of what's going on around the county. Before we go and chat to Terry, I do want to remind you that it is the closing date for our monthly sports awards is this Saturday evening. We'll be closing off the nominations at midnight on Saturday. The public vote will be open on Monday till Wednesday and the winners will be announced on Friday. So if somebody has done something within your club, your community, your school, or even just on your team, and you want to uh, highlight their achievement and make a little bit of a fuss about how great they are, we would like to help you do that. So please go to our website, leitrimdaily.com forward slash nominate, and you can let us know about who your hero is in your world, and maybe, just maybe, they will be crowned Leitrim Sports Person of the Month. So whether they've represented the country, the county, their school, their province, the club, or whatever it may be, or just themselves on an excellent performance over the last month since the 1st of February, we want to know about it and we want to tell the whole county about it. So do get in touch, leitrimdaily.com forward slash nominate. As I said, the nominations and the public vote will be announced on the show on Monday. You'll have two days to vote and then we will be picking a winner ahead of the show on Friday where it will be announced the very best of luck to everybody there's a really good set of nominations in some fantastic performances over the last couple of weeks and I can't wait to sit down and see what comes in from the public in terms of nominations over the next couple of days Um, that's it from the roundup and all the news of what's going on in sport in the county this week and for the week ahead let's go and have a chat with Terry Highland manager of the Leitrim footballers and we'll talk about everything that he's going through his mind ahead of a crunch game on Sunday now of course on Sunday the Leitrim footballers have their venue changed from the Gaelic grounds in Drogheda to Dowdall's Hill just outside Dundalk in Louth on Sunday afternoon at 2pm throw in I'm joined by the Leitrim manager Terry Highland Terry welcome back to the show thank you Terry, how are how are you after the first four games of the of the league? How are you doing? I'm not bad. Uh, the doctor says the blood pressure is okay. He says uh, keep taking the tablets and it should be fine. <laughs> uh, at least you've got the sense of humour. In terms of uh, in terms of the the first four games in the league, though, have things gone kind of as you expected? Are you a, 
ahead of schedule, behind schedule in terms of where you're looking towards the summer? What's the overall picture? I suppose the difficulty is where the schedule is or what it was meant to be. You know, I mean, put it this way. Uh, as regards points on the board, uh, we would consider ourselves behind schedule. We would have expected probably to have about four points up at this stage. We are not. We only have the one. Uh, as in terms of how the lads are working and training and doing all the other stuff, it's, it, it's going very, very well. They're working hard. Um, you know, as, as regards the results and why we are where we are is, I say we're just probably little simple things is costing us and uh, maybe we just need to keep pressing the belief factor. In terms of that belief, let's talk about the bigger picture for a moment across the county and, and that's the expectation level that kicks in from supporters and I suppose the county board and clubs and, and players themselves because it's been a bit of a roller coaster for most supporters over the last maybe six or eight weeks very disappointing after the Roscommon game, on a high after Derry, maybe the Longford game more so than the Cork game brought people back down to earth again. How much of that comes into your thinking or does it affect you in any way, shape or form, that the expectation that's around the team? No, it doesn't affect me in particular. It may affect maybe members of the squad and players and, you know, and of course their families are, it all feeds into that, but fact that I'm actually not living in Leeds and probably Leeds that I don't get involved or hear any of that type of thing at all. So, you know, I mean, that is probably one of the advantages of not being living in an area. You know, I've, I've experienced this year dealing with clubs and when you're dealing with a club that's not your own, you know, you go home and the game is over and then you come back to train on Tuesday night, that's really the end of it as regards uh, anybody talking or putting pressure on you about it, you know. In terms of your own levels of expectation, though, have they mirrored that or has it been fairly plain sailing for you through through the first couple of rounds? Well, you know, my expectation is the same expectation of the group. The group's expectation is that they want to stay in Division 3, and there still is that. They still have that opportunity. There's still three games to play for. You know what I mean? It's still within their own hands. So, you know what I mean? Um, that is our expectation. We have nothing less than that, and that's, that's what uh, we started at the start of the year for. You know what I mean? Stay in Division 3, we would have loved to be put pushing for promotion unfortunately that is probably not the case at this at this stage but you know i mean we are we are we are happy with the work we're doing we're not happy with the results we're not happy with the way maybe in games we have uh, I, I wouldn't say faded faded is probably the wrong word because i would suggest that something else wrong but i would suggest that it's a, a case of that you know when we do make mistakes they are they're causing us majors at the other end and it's a matter of cutting that out Last Sunday, of course, against Offaly, the dismissal of Shane Quinn probably was the big swing in the game. Offaly were probably in their ascendancy before that. I wouldn't put it down to Shane, but have you had a chance to look back at that incident on the video of the game yet? Yeah, well, unfortunately, Shane uh, reacted, uh, you know, and, and that's what you don't do in a football field anymore because, you know, you know, we know in modern football, you've seen ourselves when we were playing last Sunday, when they got a black card that we could press and we could gain advantage by it. So we're then, and that's a 10-minute spell. When you when you do that for your down a player for maybe thirty five minutes in the game, it's going to put you under severe pressure. And to be fair to Shane, Shane has been probably our best player to date, you know, in the league. You know, and he was a major loss from that point of view. No, he had just made a phenomenal interception or a turnover, literally ten or twelve seconds earlier, and it was just so frustrating to see him lose his frustrations or. or take his frustrations out like that, uh, just disappointing. Is discipline an issue in, in the camp? Because that's the second dismissal we've had now. I know we lost um, Donald Flynn earlier in the season as well, late on in the Derry match. 
Yeah, well, don't again. Uh, was a second as far as I can remember. It, it was second uh, yellow, yeah. Black and yellow, yeah, a second yellow. So I mean, you're going to pick those up, and this is this is the issue. That a lot of that sometimes will come down to referees, and we do know from past experience as the year goes on, cards are harder to pick up than they are at the start, and you know, um, you know, that's the way it goes. I don't think discipline as per se is a problem. I think that um, it's just it's the way things have been refereed now, and you have to be careful. And you know, <clears throat> what Shane Nunn was. Was, was was silly, you know what I mean? And he got caught for it, and unfortunately, we all got punished as regards it. But definitely, you know, Shane was man enough to hold his hand up to the group himself, and he came back and said, "Well, lad, sorry, I messed up there. I apologise, and that's it. And that's all you can do." In terms of some of the, maybe the the issues going forward in the attack, we've struggled to put the ball in the back of the net over the last couple of games. It's not for the lack of creating chances, but just at the last, whether it's a great block or a good save from the goalkeeper, maybe a bit of wayward shooting. How, are we doing anything to to rectify the goal scoring opportunities and convert them into actual goals? Well, as you alluded to, we have created the chances, and sometimes then after that, it's just a matter of people have this thing about scoring goals, and sometimes they like to see a net bulging. As I to say, the ball just has to cross the line, and maybe just a little bit of composure rather than trying to over strike it or go for power and look for. Uh, a position in the goal where they can put it around the keeper or something like that, and that's just a little bit of exposure or composure, sorry, on the ball, and you know that's what they need to do. And you know, in the end of the day, if they weren't creating the chances, I would be more worried. Uh, last weekend, we saw a couple of late changes in in the lineup before the game. Ryan O'Rourke coming into the side in place of Shane Moran. We spoke to Shane after the the game on the show, and he talked about maybe he needed that kick in the ass. Are you happy that obviously last year's County Player of the Year, maybe he he will have learned from that and, and his performances will improve for the last couple of games of the league. Yeah, well, it's good to see an honesty from Shane, to be fair, in that. You know what I mean? That's you know that's precisely what you would hope from a player of his stature, that he will, the next day when he gets the opportunity, that he will step up and play to the capabilities that he has. Because we know he's very, oh, he's a very, very good footballer, very capable. But sometimes you just go through phases where uh, your game is not at the level where it should be. And, and for inter-county footballers, and for leads them to stay where they are and to progress, they need to be stepping up all the time rather than either staying on a level keel or stepping back. And Shane recognised that, to be fair, when he said that to you. So, you I mean, at least, you know, that's, that, that, that's a good point. What's your hope for, for Sunday? Is there anything you can tell us about maybe uh, changes or player unavailability? Well, Ray Mulvey probably is, is, is probably going to be unavailable. Killian Midline, we're hoping it's OK. Uh, there were the two guys come off with injuries the weekend, which probably hampered us again when we went to make substitutions. We got five substitutions, we lost two through injury. So, um, you know, they may not, you know. So, look, injury-wise, Mark Plunk again is another week straining under his belt that he didn't have last week. Ryan again would have a little bit more under his belt. We were just unfortunate. Like Ray Mulvey, for example, had been out for nearly all of the league, you know, um, had been pressed into maybe in game scenarios when he mightn't have been a hundred percent, maybe ninety eight percent and you know, on heavy grounds and heavy pitches that we've seen this year, you know, they do test out those little niggles and, and, and um but we are getting there and you know, that's a testament to the medical team that you know, they've worked hard on these lads and, and get them fit to get back to play for Leeds. Will Shane Quinn be suspended for the game? Shane will be. That's I think that's the ruling, you know, you miss the next game, that's once you get a red card and that it's, there's no uh, we didn't appeal it and uh that that's my reading of it. There's no further, it's just the one game, there's nothing after that though, is there? 
one game, well, unless you're a report for a different category of a, of an offence, which I haven't seen anything to the contrary. I haven't seen the incident. I wouldn't expect there to be anything further. It was dealt with on the day, and I'd expect that to be it. Uh, well, listen, Terry, the very, very best luck to you and to the lads on Sunday afternoon in Dowdall's Hill in Loud. Uh, it's an away clash. It's must win. Uh, I presume at this stage for to survive, it's one of the games that you're kind of looking at and saying, well, if you don't win that, you probably don't deserve to be in Division 3. Is that fair enough? Well, if you don't win any games, and you don't win enough games, if you get points to stay in the league, you don't. That's te- directly that's why it's called the league, and you you know you find your own level in it. Whether you deserve or not deserve, or probably I do different words as regards. I would never use those words as regards to sport because there's always a number of different factors which, which can cause you to be in a scenario wherever you're at. Put it this way: it's still in their own hands. They have to step up. That's what Sun is about. The very best of luck. Thank you. Now, I mentioned at the top of the show that we would take a look at this special football league that starts this weekend. Now, this is a competition designed to cater for clubs and club players who aren't involved in county panels. And there's a full set of fixtures taking place this weekend, starting tomorrow afternoon, Saturday, with fixtures in Division 1, 2 and 3 of the competition. All games throwing in 4.30 and the fixtures are Anaduff versus Balnamore, Shona Heslands. Leitrim Gales will host Mohol. Ahawillan are the visitors to St Mary's, while local rivals Glencar Manor and Melvin Gales will do battle in Manor Hamilton on Saturday afternoon. All those games, as we said, thrown in at 4.30pm. In Division 2, Balneglera and Gortletra do battle, while Alan Gales will host Ochnashielan. Drum Riley welcome Carrie Gallen, while Fianna St Callians will play host to St Pat's in Drumahair. That is going to be in Fina tomorrow afternoon again. Same as, as the first division, all games thrown in 4.30pm. It's getting a little bit brighter. You can actually notice that little bit of daylight and staying in the sky until about 6, 6.30 in the evening. So most of those games should go ahead without any issues around light. Obviously all storm dependent. Please check your club and the Leitrim GA website and social media for updates to this fixture list as the day progresses and as the weather deteriorates as expected tomorrow afternoon. Bornacula host Eslin in Division 3, Kiltubbert host Ahavas, while Drumkieran and Glenfarn Kilty Clogher will both play off in Drumkieran. Those games, all 4.30 starts, as well as plenty of action through the weekend on Division 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5 of the Under-13 League, which of course is the Longford-Leitrim League and takes place between the two counties and the Under-17 League in Division 1 and 2. Plenty of games in those particular competitions as well. Lots of stuff to keep excited about over the weekend. Don't forget to get your nominations in for the Sports Awards. We really want to recognise the achievements of Leitrim people over the last month. Uh, Tomorrow night at midnight is the closing date for nominations. And then the vote will open as last month. The vote will open on Monday and we want to hear from you. We will talk to you again tomorrow when I'll be back with a look ahead at all the social activities taking place over the weekend. Talk to you then.